What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Aloha! David's got the, uh, the penile omerta. Are there kids on your street who don't have mohawks? Hello and welcome. We're back from theballerlifestyle.com. It's the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. My name is Brian Beckner. Thank you very much for joining us. Thank you for being a regular listener, episode 357 of the show. If you're not a Red Circle subscriber, please join that platform so you can hear our bonus content. Uh, There's a new show up there right now. It's Ed Daly and I discussing the Battle of the Network Stars ripoff show, Star Games. And it's as, as much worse... As you can imagine, although much better facilities than the Pepperdine facilities that they use on the Battle of the Network Stars. Uh, it was pretty fun to talk about, so go check that out. Also, if you would like to reach out, you can always do that via email, mailbag at theballerlifestyle.com, or you can leave us a voicemail, 949-464-TBLS-8257 is the number. I am joined now, as always, by Mr. Ed Daly. Ed, what's up? Hey, um, did you see that clip of uh, Myanmar having like a a coup? Haven't they been having a coup forever? Don't they um, don't they they, genocide Muslims there? Yeah, well, that was the thing. This woman and when I started working on my book, she was going to be one of the heroes. Yeah, now she's a jerk. She she sat in fucking prison for like, you know, 15 years or something fighting for democracy so they could have democracy. Yeah. And she won out, and then she was their president, Ang Yang Kun Si or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then on her watch, the military is just executing Muslims. So no. it's like, okay, no. she sucks. And so then the global community uh, kind of turned their back. I mean, Myanmar, or however you pronounce it. Myan- Myanmar. Myanmar. They don't they – don't, uh, really provide a lot of economic value to other countries. So that's why right. we don't, they don't have oil. Like yeah. nobody gives a shit about them for that reason. Natural resources. So when this genocide thing happened, everybody's like, ah, fuck her. So when there's a coup, normally if it was like a leader, we respect and we'd help we, them out. We would do something and you're just getting a lot of shrugs. People are like, well, she kind of sucked too. So, yeah. uh, have at it military. So well, like, n- normally we orchestrate if they have, Take, for instance, a little country called Bolivia that had a military coup a couple years ago. We, our CIA orchestrated that because they have all that um, lithium that we need to make the batteries for our Teslas. So (laughs) Myanmar needs to discover some shit that we need and then we'll go in there and we'll install a good puppet. Yeah. I mean, it might not be good for the Myanmar people. Hey. But it'll be good for us. Right. Exactly. A famous uh, during the Cold War when we were just like propping up anti-communist countries, uh, there was a quote from, uh, I believe, 
uh, FDR, and he said, he may be a son of a bitch, but he's our son of a bitch. Yeah. (laughs) At least that's that's honest. Yeah. At least, at least it's being, they're being honest. Um, Ed, I spent, I had, my house is being tented. So I had to, I had to bug out. So I'm doing, I'm at my girlfriend's house. I'm doing the, um, I'm doing the show from a different location. And so it's, I'm a little thrown off because I can't, I'm ranting towards a wall. Whereas normally I'm ranting towards the baller lifestyle world headquarters kitchen. And so it just, I, everything's kind of thrown off. I got nothing to look at except my computer screen. I can't look away. And so if it, if I seem a little off, that's the reason it's we're we're in a different location. I'm always ranting towards the television. Yes. Random sports on. Right. Yeah, I do. I have a TV. If there's something happening, I'll have the TV on. But a lot of times um, it takes me out. Of my... well, that, that's why if I have a sporting event of shit that I only, you know, don't really care about. But, you know, just seeing the flow of basketball exactly. or hockey of, like that, I don't really care about. Yes, it's. I can I can do it. But one time I made the mistake of leaving Jackass on. Oh, too funny. It's too good. Yeah. It's and even when you see the the prank or whatever is going to happen, it's it's mesmerizing. It's it's really the the first I mean they're all good, but the first Jackass like that's probably a top 10 movie it's, in my life. Yeah, it's so funny. It's It's just they're just so talented. So Johnny original. Knoxville is a legend. Yes. It's so original, just completely its own thing. And that's, it's kind of like Borat. It's like so rare that something comes along and you're like, Hey, this is like nothing. This is like nothing else. Although they did kind of like pinch a lot from Tom green, like the stuff with, yeah. with Bam and his parents. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, um, Tom Green was a joke in many ways, and that Freddy Got Fingered was one of the worst movies ever made. Horrible. But the Tom Green show, there was some good shit on Very there. Very funny. When he uh, when he stole his parents' car and had um, a, a lesbian sex scene airbrushed on the hood, and then he woke, <laughs> woke him up in the middle of the night to show him. And he's like, what's wrong? They're in love. These women are in love. And then It's beautiful. <laughs> he had his buddy just sitting behind the, like the set yeah. like, while he yes. was talking at the desk there would just be that like one guy drinking coffee behind yeah. and then he would like get into random debates with him about which uh, animal would win in a fight yeah. and shit like that it, yeah. was, it was pretty good for a little while it was really funny uh, I went so I had to leave town uh, mm-hmm. because my house is you know it's uninhabitable for the weekend and it's a uh, was a real pain in my ass so i got an airbnb in california central coast wine country and I'm, and I'm proud to report that i can now scratch sex in a barn off the old all-time list was it like uh were you did you feel like the baby jesus type yes was there yeah a manger yeah there, there was there was, was like very barn like yeah there was llama the llamas watched there was a couple sheep that were looking to get in on the action there was actually a zebra on the barn and the there you know we like stopped off at a at like a little cider house. It was very like wholesome weekend. We stopped off at a little cider house. We um, tasted a few beers at the, at the Firestone Walker um, brewery. I've been there. 
Yeah. 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 uh, Paso Robles. So, um, you know, we're just like kind of taking in, but we did, um, overhear some farmer, um, describing who we believe was us as quote city fucks. Oh, it's it's a real divide. Apparently. I don't know. It's, I was, wasn't look, doing. I wasn't doing anything rude. I was just you, giving them my money. At, if you look at the uh, exit polling, there yeah. is a real divide. Like city folk, yes, and country folk. Right. I do. Well, I mean, I was enjoying my time in the country. I didn't. By you know, city folk, wasn't being rude. Like people who can see their neighbors. Like those are. <laughs> no, that's true. And also, well, it's not my fault where I was born. I didn't choose. Right. Like I didn't choose. To be born in a in a suburban area, just like you didn't choose to be born where there's lots of vineyards, you know, it's you can come enjoy my place too if you want. I don't care. Yeah, people uh, people are angry about what's what they don't know. Yeah, it, it's true. It's the, everybody wants their everybody wants to uh, to highlight our differences rather right. than embrace our similarities or embrace our differences either. A, um, one yes. thing I don't know. Yeah. What's what's in it? What's going on with the my pillow guy? Because right right yeah, before we came on here, I saw the clip of he was like trying to talk over Newsmax, and Newsmax has already been yeah faced with some sort of lawsuit. So immediately they cut him off, and they're like, "We can assure you there is no evidence of these voting machines fraud. It yeah. is the election has been certified." Like they immediately get to it. And he's still plowing forward. And I was thinking, like, what's his what what's going on? Like, isn't at this point, doesn't he have more money and more going on than Trump? Like, I don't. Yeah, he's he's really sabotaging his own business, probably at this point. Yeah, Yeah. it just seems weird that like, okay, you can be upset about the results of the election, but it's it's done. There's not we're not there's not one person still thinking we're going to go back to court and change the election except for him. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, we got to move on. You know, it's but like it's that shit already happened. Business. I mean, uh, yeah, yeah like yeah. he, it's, he got super lucky where he kind of dominated the market with, uh, like bed, bath and beyond. And he yeah. got super rich, but what, what's going on? Like what, and what's is he that dumb? What's the what's the what's the technology he's got? Because it's just a pillow with like some some oatmeal in it or something. Like what? Yeah, I'm not gonna how's lie. It better? I enjoyed my pillow. Yeah, I had, yeah, I have one. I don't. Somebody, I have, so, I have like a knockout, a knockoff version of it. Oh. Like or some, I have now. I have something that's the same type of thing. I like a, a firmer pillow. I, so I don't. Do I. So do I. And so that's what I like, but, but it's weird. Like he had a good thing and he's really just dying on this hill. Yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe his, maybe his brain is being poisoned by all that shoe polish that he puts in his hair. And, and I've noticed also on his mustache. Yeah. I got, um, I got carded this weekend. That's a good feeling. Yes, I got carded and I was like, hey, that's pretty good. I got carded. And yeah, I had like a bandana over my face and stuff. And I, I came back to the car and I told my chick, I'm like, hey, I got I was just in the store. And you know what? They want to see my ID. And she goes, she goes. Didn't they see your hair? Oh, yeah, because I got, I got some gray hair. Yeah, I got some gray hair. All right. Up. But apparently they didn't see it because they want to see my ID. Speaking of that, Ed. 
just this week, we lost iconic Mark Twain playing actor (laughs) Hal Holbrook, who, as many have recognized, was Mark Twain for much longer than Samuel Clemens was Mark Twain. But he, he loved it. I mean, he really loved playing Mark Twain. Yeah, he and he died. And I, someone's like, hey, how Holbrook died. And I'm like, when in 1988? And they're like, no, today. And I was like, what? <laughs> and it, it kind of made me like just stunned because I know how Holbrook from the 1973 Clint Eastwood movie, the part of the part of the Dirty Harry series, Magnum Force. Magnum Force, right? I think of him most as Lou Mannheim from Wall Street. Right, he's in that. He's in, he's in, uh, he's in, he's Deep Throat in all the President's Men. But in Magnum Force, he's he's Dirty Harry's boss. And then you know all the um, you find out that all those motorcycle cops are doing these vigilante killings, and it's like David Soul and Tim Matheson and a couple other guys, and (laughs) Harry figures it out, and he's like tells the lieutenant. And fuck the lieutenant's in on it. Hal Holbrook. Right. And he's and so he takes out his he pulls his gun on Dirty Harry while he's driving in the car. And and Clint Eastwood says to him like this Lieutenant, your gun, it's out of its holster. End scene. But I thought <laughs> Hal Holbrook was like seventy one. In 1973, but he just died and he was, you you want to guess how old he was? Well, I, yeah, I mean, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I mean, he's he had to be pretty old, right? He's Hal Holbrook. He, lo- he looked I mean, old. I'm, I'm, he did look old. I mean, I I remember Magnum Force, but it's been a long time. Yeah. I've seen more recently. I've seen him as Lou Mannheim, and you know when he does the man looks into the abyss. There's nothing staring back at him. Yeah. Um. I think that, and in, in his role there, he was the old stockbroker getting pushed out. Yep. Yep. And like really old, like ancient, way yeah. older than everybody. So I'm going to say, I'm just going to be generous and say he was in the ballpark of, um, 70, 69. Then I'll say that yeah. wall, uh, wall street was about 30, Yeah. I think it was 87. 87. I, right, so 33 years ago, 33 and change. I'm gonna say he was 102. Yeah, yeah. You're you're not too far off. He's he was 95, which is pretty old. But that means that means that when he did Magnum Force, and I was like, man, he's can't believe the lieutenant hasn't taken retirement yet. He's working as a cop still now, well into his 70s. That means he was like, what's 95 minus 47, Ed? Uh, <laughs> he was 
No, he was not in in Magnum Force. He was yeah. under fifty years old. Yeah, he was. He was forty seven years old. Forty forty seven, forty eight. Forty eight. Yeah, in nineteen seventy three. Wow. No, well, that's not true. It that's, is. That's a lie. It's absolutely true. Because I'm just googling him in Magnum Force. That's not. That's not a man <laughs> south of sixty. I'm telling he looks, you, he looks. He looks sixty. He looks sixty in Magnum Force. Yes, he was all, same. All the president's men. He played. He played another old guy. That was nineteen seventy six. Don't forget, he was balling uh, Mr. D's wife, Dixie yeah, Carter. Dixie Carter, R.I.P. She's she's long she's since passed. Gone for like ten years. Yeah. yeah, she died of old age ten years right, ago. Right. How <laughs> R.I.P. Hal Holbrook. I mean, it's, it's I'm obviously he was a legendary dude. I just. He had a good run, obviously. I just didn't realize he was still with us. Right. I mean, good, good for him. Yeah. Um, Absolutely. But, you know, do, do you think he was still doing Mark Twain in his 90s? Of course. Of course he was. It's, I'm just looking at all the, all the obits. Hal Holbrook, actor who channeled Mark Twain, is dead at 95. Hal Holbrook. I mean, Mark, Mark Twain was a badass, but... Yeah. But, uh, what... You know, how much I feel like, you know, how actors need to kind of break out of the role. Yeah. Like, I mean, think about it. Even Sergeant Mahoney tapped out of the latter uh, uh, police academy movies. Like he was like, you know, what? I've done this enough. I'm not going to be Mahoney again. Yeah. I mean, he was only Holbrook in like the first four, three yeah, or four. Holbrook, just decade after decade of Mark Twain. You yeah. think you get a little tired of it. And was it? It was he did it like on stage, right? Oh, yeah. It was like, I feel like it's like a one man show kind of thing Oof. where he just uses it. <laughs> doesn't seem good. So but boring. I feel like I've seen clips of him many times. So boring. Oh, my God. It's not just, yeah. You know, I think, um, I believe that Val Kilmer has now picked up the torch. I believe he was doing a Mark Twain show. I just, I just saw Kilmer in something and, uh, Oh, I saw, I saw Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, and yeah. I was thinking, this is a weird dude. He's yeah. just, he's had an interesting career, but yeah. he's very odd. He's strange. He's a pretty good actor, and he was so yeah. gorgeous. He was. He did, did you, Yeah, did you oh. see that, um, what was that, like, Swedish movie that he was in, like, Snowman or something? Oh, yeah, 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 and yeah. They had, I know they, had, they had to dub him, because, you know, he had the throat cancer. And I think he's getting back to being able to talk better these days. I follow right. him. I follow him on Instagram. I feel like he hasn't That's posted an in a while. Interesting follow. Yeah, I want. I want to keep up with him. You know, he wrote a book, and he was doing a book tour. I don't know. I haven't heard from old Val on the gram in a while. You know what? I I might have gotten bored. And I, oh, Val Kilmer official one new. Po- See, this is. I'm getting algorithmed here because I still follow him, and yet. His posts do not show up in my feed. He posted two days ago. And, Man. you know, it's like he doesn't story. That's that's why. You know what I did, Ed? I don't. Because we went away this weekend. I went and I, yeah. I wanted to tune out. So I, I deleted all social media from my phone, Twitter and, and Instagram. And I've, when I came back, yes. I re-downloaded Instagram. But I've, I have not re-downloaded Twitter, and I think I'm not going to. 
It's just that's kind of cool. Yeah, it turns into too much mindless scrolling. So now, look, I have I see I just went on on my on my computer and I have like fourteen mentions. So I'll respond to those people or you know follow up. But it's not. It's just going to be something I do like once or twice a day, not like because every time I take a, a piss, thing. I scroll. You know, it's a good thing. Yeah. I, uh, I I I just don't want more. And so I know there's way more content these days on TikTok, and uh, I've got a buddy who will send me cool shit on TikTok, and I feel like that's good. Then I yeah. he's doing the distilling for me. Totally. I don't have to. I just don't need more stuff. No, I couldn't. Less. And I heard that TikTok has like a real like genius algorithm. So it's like you yeah. click on a so couple things, stop. yeah, and then it like knows you. And it's so it just it just starts um, showing you everything. Uh, let's do some voicemails. How about that? We got some sure. to talk about. Yeah. He's so easy to hate. Your time he likes to waste. His calls are far from great. His calls are far from great. He's such a stupid fuck. He seems down on his luck. His voicemails really suck. His voicemails really suck. No one's enjoying him. He's so annoying. Plus, so fucking boring and worthless. But he's got nothing else to do. And he's even worse than ish, 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 ish. His thoughts are useless. Shit, 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 shit. He's fat and got big tit, 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 tits. He's Manuel in Gardenia. Oh, he's Manuel in Gardenia. Oh, okay. Let's check in a few voicemails here. Let's check out this first one. Brian, Ed, what's up? Hey, it's Dave in Salt Lake. I'm going to keep it as short as possible. Sorry. Uh, uh, Dave, it's your voicemail's two minutes and 14 seconds. I'm going to say you didn't keep it as short as possible. <laughs> if you wanted to keep it shorter... Right. Just don't give that intro. Right. That's yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's, that's, you just added six seconds to the thing just by saying how, how little you're going to talk. Oh, we love you, David. But he's yeah, great. He's great. David. There's a little, there's a little tips on yeah. how you can. He's the best. Back. Anyway, I just heard you guys talking about Clemens and Bonds. Both are total asshole piece of shit. And then Kurt Schilling. But, um, come on. I, I, unless I'm missing the era, what about freaking Daryl Strawberry and Dwight Gooden? I mean, I was watching YouTube highlights the other night, and it's crazy. Go back and watch Mets highlights of Strawberry's home runs, and the guy's 6'6", 199. I mean, he's a beanpole, just hitting beautiful One of the bombs. He, he and Griffey, Strawberry and Griffey, probably had the two most beautiful swings because they're both these tall – lanky dudes and it's just a lot like a golfer just really just beautiful fluid swings but the the problem i mean yeah there's no question that that these guys were on a crazy trajectory but well, you know just... strawberry did, still contributed more but i mean gooden even in 1986 when the mets won it he was already starting to come apart at the seams no they were derailed by cocaine but like this, Gooden, when he was a rookie and maybe his second year or whatever, like 84, 85, he was amazing. But like he was like the fourth best starter on that Mets team. He 
you know, he was all about that. Yeah, yo. Um, Daryl Strawberry is still, yeah. still like put in some DH years at the end with the Yankees. Yeah. I, but you know, he he was kind of disappointing with the Dodgers, right? Yes, he. So after 1991, in 1991, Daryl Strawberry played in 139 games, and he had 588 plate appearances. He played another nine years in the major leagues. He played in 100 games exactly one more time. He never, he had over 300 plate appearances exactly one more time after that. So basically he basically had a, he played from 83 to 91. That was like his career and the rest is just kind of extra. And he doesn't, he just, the numbers aren't there. He's got 1400 hits, which is a lot, which is probably, I think that I saw somewhere that puts him in like the top 15% of major league baseball players. There's, it's astonishing crazy how few major league baseball players get to a thousand hits it's it's a low number you'd be surprised but he's just he's how many home runs does he have 335 that's pretty good but it's not like amazing thousand career rbi you know he's just he would his lifetime batting average 259 lifetime on base percentage 357 lifetime slugging 500 it's pretty good lifetime ops 862 he's just he didn't. He didn't maintain it. He just couldn't stay good. He was good for a while. Same. Same right. with Dwight Gooden. He was. He was dominant early. Remember, he came up at age nineteen, which right. is just crazy. But again, couldn't maintain it. And both of them. Both of them have the same story. I mean, Dwight Gooden. He barely played. He played eighty four to ninety. I'm looking at his baseball reference. Not like I remembered this stuff. He he played basically ten years and then like had pieces of seasons the rest of his career. It just, yeah, like he play had long a enough. no hitter with the Yankees, but yeah. he probably also had like eight wins that year. It's yeah. not like he was. He's his ERA in his ERA in 1985 was 1.53. Yeah, he, that was one of the greatest seasons. Yeah, of all yeah time. he won. He won 24 games. He threw almost 300 innings. I mean, he was he was 268 strikeouts. He was a stud. But then after that, it just slow, slowly creeps up. He just you know the cocaine got in the way, David. That's that's the thing about and, you know, steroids helped, obviously, but Bonds yes, got Keith better. And his legacy. Right. Exactly. Oh, he right? he introduced cocaine. I thought it was Tim Rock Reigns. I thought it was I thought it was uh, Hernandez yeah. got the two of the young pups yeah. on the yeah, yeah. On, on the booger sugar. You know, you know, who, you know, who it wasn't Gary Carter. <sighs> he loved the Lord. He was so nerdy. Yeah. But I'm, I, that wouldn't surprise me that that uh, Hernandez. I mean, Hernandez smoked cigarettes in the dugout. Yeah, you know, like him and Wally Backman. They but probably poor, like poor to have Doc a good time. Gooden, yeah, Doc Gooden. Every you know nine months or so, you see, oh, he's missing. Yeah. There's a warrant out. He looks like he's going to die. Yeah, and Keith Hernandez is like a very chill uh, broadcaster for the Mets and like pretty good at what he does and like the happy go lucky. Hey, look at me. I'm in the uh, just for men commercials. Like his life didn't take a hit at all. Yeah. Some people can do cocaine and some people can't. Let's hear the rest of what David's got to say. Curveball and fastball, just freaking sick. What you would see nowadays. And it's just all natural between these two guys to play for the same team. 
same problems. But uh, so you're talking Clemens, so I'm thinking that might be maybe I'm ahead of the curve. I mean, I think I'm in the realm of the air you're talking about, but anyway, I had to respond to that right away. And also, there's no Don Club. You know, you don't talk about Don See, Club. You don't speak about. So for people that haven't listened, he um, David called in and David had an issue with the guru stew sort of not bragging, but like humble bragging on Twitter about the size of his dong and how he had to, he had to bang, you know, over a hundred chicks with it because he just, he, you know, he needed to share it. And we, we surmised that David who's six, eight thought that the guru stew was violating the dong agreement between right. these the, the large men. So this is what he's referencing. On Dong Club. It's just I don't know, I heard some dude talking about, you know, banging a hundred chicks and I've got a you know, a baby's arm with a a baby's arm hold a baby's arm holding an apple. So I responded quick on the trigger on that. But also um I think that's it. Sorry. There's other one other thing I want to weigh in on, but oh Brian, you have become an expert, and you have been for years now, since I've listened to you for a few years, on hair systems. You can pick them out. You said Sly Stallone has one. You know, what designates a, a harvest or a system, or how, do you, how did you become such an expert on systems and harvests? i got to know, got to know how you – figured, you know, got into that profession of, of picking those things out because you seem to be an expert on it. And uh, take care, guys. Appreciate it. Uh, thanks, David. Thanks, David. Thank it's, to, it's a gift. It's just something I've, I've always noticed. I've always noticed toupees. And when, you know, the early days of hair plugs, when they would just... Well, you could, you could just see the plugs. Yeah, when they would just lined them up in rows like that. It was... Every now and then you see one of these guys. You know that... Um, you know that guy that's the writer David Frum. He's I think he writes for yes. the Atlantic, and he's yeah, yeah, yeah. he became this real anti-Trump guy. And it's people are forgetting that he was one of the torture memo guys in the Bush White House, and he's like one of these never Trumpers. But he's he's a real piece of shit, uh, and also Canadian, I believe. Much like Raphael <laughs> Ted Cruz, he wants to come in here and lecture the United States on how it should be done. Hey, buddy, why don't you take it back to your House of Parliament? In your own fucking country. Um, he's got real bad plugs. And I think they get them fixed over time. But a lot of these guys, they signed up too early. It's That's the problem. Like, the, the, the technology wasn't there. So it just, it's just something I happen to notice. I appreciate that, David. Let's, let's ju jump in on another one here. Hey, guys. Y'all were talking about baby Hercules. Uh, I've got a, a former boss. He lives up in right outside of Boston now. But he's got a kid, a little boy, 10 years old, same age as my daughter. Uh, they used to go to school together. And he's got this kid, like, all not roided up, but he's got him doing all kind of freaking workouts and shit. He's like some kind of uh, wrestling. I don't know. I mean, the kid is just like wrestling all the time, working out all the time. He's got instant stories of him pumping iron and all kind of shit like that. It's it, I wouldn't be shocked he ends up like Baby Hercules as well. So, anyway, that's my uh, my story to go with Baby Hercules. But, I mean, the kid's got a mohawk, too. So, Oof. that in itself is just enough to Oof. put him on some kind of 
terrorist watch list, I guess. But I mean, anyway, just wanted to share. It's I appreciate that LSU. Although, as I believe you do reside in the state of Louisiana, I I'm shocked that this type of behavior is rare there. I mean, it's <laughs> it seems like are there kids on your street who don't have mohawks? I'm just wondering. Um, that's abuse, right, Ed? Like it's it's the same as if you're making your kid work I mean, out. It really is abuse because yeah. what we were talking about with baby Herc, it can like stunt your growth. It can fuck oh, yeah. you up. Oh yeah. You're but, not supposed to do weightlifting right. before your bones have, yes. have developed. Like yeah. your cardio, that kind of shit. Like, yeah, you can yeah. have your kid be in shape. Sure. But all the other shit and like it's weird. I, I've known. Yeah, I remember like kids doing, you know, taking creatine, all kind of shit in middle school. And it's like, you're a fucking idiot. This is not this is not what you're supposed to be doing while you're still growing. No. And it's all, you know, we're talking we're talking about um, David and Salt Lake and the Big Cock Club. If you're if you're out there coaching your kid to be a fucking bodybuilder. I mean, you're trying to make up for something that that you don't have, buddy. It's you're letting us know something about you when you're, you know, just let just let your kid be a kid. Uh, okay, There's, we got a lot of voicemails this week. David's got the uh, the penile omerta. Yeah, right? yeah. he's that's right. Yes. Doesn't yeah. speak of it. Right? You don't talk, you don't talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, it's uh, Maddie V in L.A. I was just uh, grocery shopping. And I had my mask on and I couldn't um, hold a sneeze in. So I sneezed into my mask and it really ruined everything Um, because, well, first I like the snack when I go around the grocery store. I'm usually eating a piece of fried chicken. Disgusting. Disgusting. (laughs) That's gross to see somebody eating fried chicken while they're shopping. But also that's. That's canceled, right? You're not allowed. Yeah, you can't do it anymore. You can't do it anymore. You can't. I mean. Former guest in front of the show, Travis Rogers, is known to eat a packet or two of budding. Oh yeah, he's the, he's talked about it. I'm I'm not. I try to block that when I talk to him. It's not like he goes to the deli and goes, "Hey, give me some of that um, boar's head, thin sliced London broil, roast beef," and and he's eating that. But still, that would be abhorrent behavior in the grocery store. But he's he's cracking open the most processed where the tr- uh, yeah. where the turkey is like brown and slippery. Yeah, it's wet. And you can see if <laughs> if you look at it, you can see you're like, what are these like little gelatin spaces? He'll throw down a couple packets of that and then and then he'll look the checker in the eye. While she has to scan his dripping, greasy Empty packets of budding. What? It's making uh, me kind of sad. It's really sad. And then, uh, additionally, if he's not, if it's not a budding day for him, he'll grab a bagel, a dry ass bagel from the deli, and just and just (laughs) munch away as he walks through the store. So the 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 the, there have been a few benefits from the global pandemic, and one of those things is you don't have to see disgusting people eating food at the grocery store like this guy maddie v in la who's who's just announced he likes to eat a piece of fried chicken but that's a separate story um so 
my sneeze, it smelled though. Oh it really my God. like disgusting. Was bad for the rest disgusting. of the What do you mean it smelled? Trip. Smelled. That's um, your breath. That's me. you. Yeah. Sneezes smell and um I'm just kind of venting. I hope it's not just me. Uh anyway, love the show. Yeah. Hashtag current episode. Good guy. Thank you. Hashtag current episode. I I'll be honest, I sometimes I got the mask on when I'm at the grocery store, Ed, and I'm I'm smelling my own breath in that thing and I'm like I hope my breath doesn't really smell like this. I hope this is not what I'm doing in life. Yeah. We all have moments where our breath isn't tip top. Yeah. And, and this has been uh, the last year has been a grim reminder that we, we go through more bad periods than we realize. Yeah. And it's, yeah. If like, I'm not one to stifle a sneeze. I do the, I do the old vampire sneeze. I love, I love to sneeze. Who doesn't? It's like a tiny orgasm. And it bothers me when I hear people just stifle it. It's it's horrible, but I I have had the occasional sneeze where you're like in Target or you something, and it's inside the mask, but it's it's jarring when like you know you're in a pandemic and you sneeze and there's some quick glances. It's oh. a weird feeling. Oh no, these days, um, these days sneezing in public, it's you. It's like the worst. You thing. may as well be exposing your genitals to a child. <laughs> It's the worst thing because you're just spraying. No, it's yeah, it's the absolute. Even even if you're like me, I never sneeze into my hands. I I I always make sure I'm well away from other human beings. But these days, I stifle. I stifle. I I extreme stifle. And Maddie V, you should be stifling, my man. Don't let that out in the mask of all places. Yeah, I I try to duck away. I'll go, I, but my go-to, I don't usually go elbow. I usually go like forearm. That's okay. Whatever stifles it, whatever, or whatever hands. catches it all. Not hands. not hands. Of course not. Come on. It's not, it's not the 1800s. Okay. One more voicemail. <laughs> bri, bri, Whoa. Easy Eduardo. Thought old Manuel was mad at us. He's back. What do you think? What do you think is going on? Freeway issues? It better not be bums. It better not be bums. Oh, I think he's done with bums. I wonder, you know, the freeways, They had. there was a lot of Tommy Lasorda uh, the billboards up. And, it's, you yeah. know, Manuel you and I are that. driving the same freeways, so I imagine he saw those as well. There was a lot. I know you're a driving culture out there. Yeah. But there are billboards here, and I can't remember ever seeing billboards of people who died. It's, you know, it was a first for me, too. It was a first in New week. York. In New York, you get the murals of people. Oh yeah, we got those too. This when Big Pun died, there uh, were a lot of Big Pun. It was like, you know, he had he just had that one song, them, yeah. But he had one song, yeah. And also, Big Pun was like six hundred pounds. A, not a shock, you know. Like, like you kind of saw it coming with old Big Pun. It's and, very sad. And it was a cautionary tale because Fat Joe. Yeah, lost a lot of weight after that. You know, you know who lost a lot of weight, but still, it was a little too little, too late. Was old Heavy D, right? You know, he was he was a larger dude, although not uh, much like Curly Howard. You look back at old Heavy D, <laughs> yeah, or Boss Hog. Oh, Boss Hog's not even Boss Hog's just a Boss like. Hogs, a, 
a he's little an fat. Average American. Yeah, he's, he's yeah. He's a chubby guy. Yeah, not even fat. Curly Howard, not fat at all. There's not. You remember him right. as as fat when you're a kid. You look at him now and you're like, oh no, he kind of looks like a fullback. He's not fat at all. Yeah. Heavy D, like he's less. He was less fat than like DJ Khaled or Rick Ross. Oh, for sure. Heavy D was is the guy with the spare tire. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And but, but like still, Khaled, yeah, he's fat, enormous. He's fat. As, as we talked about last week, Larry King, I like to keep it tight, I like to keep it fresh. How do you get obese? <laughs> and also, like normally, I, normally I wouldn't cack on cap on somebody's obesity. No, but DJ Khaled, he's not a giver. He's made you know, it. He's made like it clear he doesn't take care of his woman. Stuff. Yeah, he's yeah, and brags about it. Brags about it. He doesn't. That's the uncool part. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't. If if, if certain things don't go on in your relationship, yeah. that's one thing. The yeah. fact that he's got to let the world yeah. know that's that's not my thing. Yeah. He well, th- fuck you. He think yeah. He thinks he's cool because he doesn't he doesn't make right. his woman feel good. I mean that's you're not a man. That's like that's like sixth grade cool. Like bragging exactly. about yeah. Exactly. I'm not gonna cry. I would never. I would never do that. Yeah. Like all right, all right. Yeah. You know we're not we're not trying to seem cool right. in the lunchroom. But. That's right. Be a man. Take care of your woman. Let's see what Manuel has to say. Diario. What is up, fam? 2021 and your boy Manuel and Gardena has to check in. So, uh, hey, guys, and this is strictly for the guys, especially the white America guys. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. White bread guys. Okay. The honky tonk. Okay. Dudes. I'm lucky enough to have, like, a moral compass of my own and also a female who's a good friend, you know, and um, has schooled me on things of such, for those of you who haven't. Oh, uh-huh. Dick pics, as in pictures of your Johnson you're sending out to women. Oh. Don't do it. Not only is it ill-advised, it's just. I mean, it's just stupid, guys. It's going to be nothing but problems for you. All right? I'm trying to be the adult in the room right now. This I is know a lot. Like, well, this is, I mean, everybody knows this already. Don't. Do we Do we talk about, I, I was uh, I was reading a, a good book. It's a good bathroom book. Jesus uh, and Meryl have a, a book. Uh-huh. And they just talk about different shit. And they were talking about this. And Jesus was like, yeah, my sister will talk about this. And anytime a girl gets a dick pic, she starts comparing it. And like her friends are like, oh, this guy sent me this one. Yep. And now you're getting compared against guys. Yeah. You don't oh, want yeah. that. No. I mean. It's the last thing you want right. unless you're positive right. you're, you're the big. Yeah. If you're really packing. I mean, some guys just get off on it. Look, I would, I would say don't send, don't send your dong to some random chick or some chick you're talking to on Twitter. But if you do want to share it, send it to our own TPC, the penis connoisseur, the penis expert the at, at gmail.com. She'll give you a nice review of it. She'll let you know. And you know what she'll do? Yeah. She'll let you know. Yeah. If this is a good idea to ever be right? shown. It. Right. Yes. It's like, a, it's like a proving ground. It's like a test yeah. run. Or maybe, maybe she'll let you know, Let's keep this one of those lights out kind of dicks. Yes. It's like she's like our Chuck Yeager. She, <laughs> she, 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 let's just keep this out only during intimate times yeah, in the dark. Yeah. She'll, she'll take your rig for a spin 
and let you know if it's dong, if it's dick pic worthy. That way you're not you're not flying blind. You know it's safe to send it out there. It's because our own Chuck Yeager, TPC, the penis connoisseur, has taken it for a spin. Send it to her first. How do you boys, good old boys especially, feel the need to snap a picture of your dick mm-hmm. and send it to nice-looking young ladies that you're trying to bed yeah. or court? Well, now, unless this broads a slore, slut whore. Okay. Manuel, you're doing what? so well. You're doing so well, buddy. You don't, you are not making up new derogatory terms for women on this show. We're not. You don't, what, what I think. This is not, that's not our thing. Keep that with like barstool. What I think, what I think he means to convey is you want to get consent. You want to get consent. You first, you take it for a test run with at the penis expert at gmail.com. Then once once you get that review at yahoo.com, that's what I meant to say. The once you get that review, then you take it out, you give it a run, but you ask first, hey, you mind? You want you've been wanting to see what I got? Because I've I've heard good things. I'll share it with you right now. Uh, okay, Ed, thanks for that, Manuel. Thanks for all the uh, voicemailers. Prolific week on the voicemail. Let's bang out some a few email. And then, uh, and then we'll jump, we'll jump in. Um, ballers. Hold on. Is this new? No, that's wait. This, this is from fan fan. Is it, did I read this last week? Ballers. I have to disagree with the notion not to head count and talk about your dong when you're, yeah, this is the one that sounded like word salad last week. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That one was crazy. It was really hard to understand. Uh, Ballers, I just finished listening to the most recent episode of TBLS podcast where Brian besmirched the great state of Minnesota. I did not. I I stood up. I stood up. <laughs> you defended. I just said Minnesota. That's all I said. It it sounded <laughs> bad, and I know I know you love uh, some of our friends in of course. Uh, Minnesota. I, yes, and I was just trying to get us back on track, but it it came out a little awkward. I'll so, say. it so, came out a little harsh. I mean, the cost of living. It's, hey, hey, the great Prince Rogers Nelson, maybe the greatest musician ever to live. Not only not only came from minnesota not only came up in minnesota didn't leave never left could have lived anywhere in the world i mean he did rent carlos boozer's house in the hollywood hills for that one summer and he redecorated the whole thing and like put purple carpet down and like put a prince logo on the gate and shit but i mean this what do you expect he's prince I remember Howard Stern said he went to like a private party and Prince was going to perform like, you know, it was for like 15 people. And uh, he said Prince made them turn the lights up. And he's like, I'm not staying around to listen to Prince in the dark. Like, I came here to watch him. There's so many good stories about Prince. R.I.P. Miss that guy. As a lifelong Minnesotan, much like Prince Rogers Nelson, I must defend my state. Remember those delicious nut rolls you both enjoyed a few months ago? You know who makes those? Pearson Candy, headquartered in St. Paul, Minnesota. That's right. We got we got him from our friend Super Lee. He lives on a lake up there. However, I can't defend that 
Oh, I can't say that phrase. I can't defend that S stain of our state pillow man, <laughs> Mike Lindell. I cringe every time I hear someone say he's from Minnesota. It's probably how Wisconsinites feel when people talk about Jeffrey Dahmer being from Milwaukee. <laughs> anyway, did you know he's this douche? From Ohio, this douche, right? This douchebag is he did his he did his best work in Milwaukee. Yes, he did. And like Richard Ramirez, he's from Texas, but you know he's hey, every state. Yeah, every state has plenty of people they don't want to acknowledge. I mean, yeah. I gotta, I gotta yeah. deal with Chris Christie all the time. Yeah, that's a tough one. Anyway, did you know this douchebag is contemplating a run for Minnesota governor? There's enough I mean, redneck hicks in Trump's cult in the rural areas of the state that he might actually have a shot. God well, help us. There was somebody yeah. who won that kind of gives me the thought that you do have a shot. Literally anyone has a shot in Minnesota. Jesse Ventura. He had some good ideas. Yes. He also he's, is a 9-11 truth. Right. Well, I mean, he's, he's, yeah, look, he's out there. Let me, let me tell you something. <laughs> I, I was reading his Wikipedia page the other day, and I learned his second wife's name was Dallas. Dallas. The only people I know named Dallas are, are male wrestlers and baseball players. Thoughts. Keep keep up the okay work. <laughs> Signed JL from MN. Keep up the okay. Thank That's you. one of the great closing lines. So good. Thank thank you, JL. JL. I, I, I forgive me for intimating that I, uh, that I was less than positive about the state of Minnesota while I've never been there. I would very much like to go and your, your property values or your cost of living is, uh, very appealing to me. Isn't, isn't Minneapolis where Mary Tyler Moore was going to make it after all? I believe so. Yes, that's Maybe. right one of the all-timers yeah and they have those they have all those tubes so you can go between yeah. buildings and not have to go outside because you you could literally die if you go outside like just <laughs> hey i'm thinking about walking outside no don't why well you could die if leaving leaving a building means you could die i mean I, that's that's pretty foreign to me but I, i'm willing to check it out uh brian and ed hey guys really in, oh hold on brian and quote ed Oh, boy. Hey, guys. Really enjoying the pod per usual. Bo are both of you as excited as I am for the upcoming Formula One season? First race is just around the corner in, quote, Bahrain. As I'm sure you know, many drivers are in new places like Carlos Sainz joining Ferrari or Daniel Ricciardo joining McLaren. A couple upgrades there, I'll have to say. There will also be new drivers getting a shot like Mick Schumacher at Haas, who will replace Romain Grosjean. Grosjean, of course, could have easily been killed in that fiery crash at last year's Bahrain GP. Well, they make the cars much safer now. Which begs the obvious question. They say that your entire life flashes before your eyes in a moment like that. Loved ones, childhood memories, etc. If that is in fact true, and a similar crash were to befall Lewis Hamilton or Mercedes, would his flashback be an endless stream of all the poon he previously ravaged? Or would it be regret at all the poon he has yet to consume? 
Happy racing, <laughs> Pete and Pocatello. Ed, what, what are your thoughts? Do you think Lewis Hamilton, who's had his fair share of young women, many models, he's, he's sexed Rihanna, Rihanna, many, many more, Naomi Campbell, there's so many. Do you think if he were to, to God forbid, collide with the wall as Romain Grosjean did, do you think he would reflect upon all the sex he'd already have or would he be thinking about the one that got away um i just want to go on the record and i'm not saying it's uncool but i've never watched a second of formula one i've never watched a second you should really watch the i'm telling you you would like the reality show formula one drive to survive on netflix i like highly recommend the only type of reality shows I like are sports reality, yeah, like it's hard a, knocks. I like that kind of stuff. So I might. It's really like good. It, you like it. I'll tell you another thing. Yeah, I am. I, I'm every week. There's yet another thing that I need to watch. It's a lot. It's, there's so it's much content. Lot. I can't. I can't even keep up. And now I'm forgetting things that I really wanted to watch. Yes, I know. I don't. I'm always like not. I'm always like, what am I supposed to be watching right now? And I've, ne- I, ne- I don't never can think of anything to watch. And then, so then I just watch more and more episodes of House Hunters International, <laughs> which never gets boring. You know, when people they say when people die, they never say, "I, I wish I would have worked more. I wish, Certainly. I wish I would have done a little bit better." in macroeconomics first year of college. But they what they do say is, I wish I would have spent more time with my family. Now, Lewis Hamilton, he has no children as far as I know. I'm thinking that when his life flashes before his eyes, he would be like, ah, oh, there's that one Victoria's Secret angel that I had, I had my, that I, got away. I never got that. I feel like I, if I just would have slid into those DMS and invited her to Monte Carlo and she could have watched, she could have drank champagne on a yacht and watched me win. I could have got that. And now I'm going to die without what kind of, having known what her guts feel like. <laughs> what kind of, um, net worth does a guy like that have? Oh, it's in the to hundreds. Be- it's in the hundreds of millions. Because to be a champion for many yeah, years yeah. running, I think it's mean, kind of insane. Money. I think his just just his salary is like around forty million, and that salary is nothing yeah. compared to all the other shit. Yeah, that's just that's before the, you know, he gets paid to wear a certain kind of sunglasses. He gets paid by everybody that's got a sticker on his car. He gets paid. He's he's very wealthy. He's set, and and great champion. Uh, okay, thanks for that, Pete and Pocatello. Okay, let's let's we've been talking forever. Let's blast through all these stories that we got, Ed. Yeah, former Penn State football. Hold on, player. we gotta play the song oh, first. Yes, yeah, sir. My name is Brian. They call me the other guy. I host a podcast show. I'll give hetero life a try If you see something on my hand That makes you think I'm not a man It's just my crew ring 
things you see They're as sparkly as can be I might own Troy on DVD Okay, Ed, what's happening in the world of uh, sports? Uh, Penn State football player, or former Penn State football player, I think he transferred to Cal, he claims he was subjected to hazing and targeted harassment by teammates and coaches, including head coach James Franklin, and uh, somebody would really say, I'm going to Sandusky you. <laughs> I mean, like, well, I've, you're, you're a man, dude. Like, it's... It's not, it's not like, it's not like they were plunger raping him. They were just, they were just uh, threatening, they were say. just threatening to have gay sex with him, which is, you know, it's, they weren't what? actually going to do that. What I would say though, is if James Franklin is the second coach after. Yeah, that's true. Eternal, you kind of should be, I mean, yeah, the great Bill O'Brien was first, yeah. but like, is that true? Oh yeah, he, the, he the, was the he was the guy, the Texans guy, the guy that gave away the best receiver yes. in the NFL for nothing because he didn't like him. Yeah. Oh, but the thing is, college is good for guys like that because yeah. they can just, just do whatever they burn want. people out, yeah. and there's a new crop of guys to treat like shit. Yeah. Um, but uh, I would think they'd be like, you know what, Sandusky was, you know, that whole thing was like what ten years ago. Yeah, about that. Hmm. We're going we're gonna to have to be a little careful with our words and yeah. our actions. Yeah. Wow. I mean, it's 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 probably a bad look there, but this this guy doesn't need to go spilling the beans. He, he knows he wasn't actually going to get molested by the guys on his team. And uh, yeah, I mean, if you that guy played high school football, like this is this is the culture. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, oh, yeah. There's a lot of shit talking. I, I I was subjected to some of that bullshit and yeah. like summer yeah. like football camp and like the hazing and crazy shit. But like yeah. that's just it's a meathead culture. That's and kind of the way it goes. Also, like what about those? What about what goes on at um, fraternities? Like I know, yeah. like like if you're if you're a member of the Pike fraternity at U of A and you got it, it's my understanding that sometimes you got to eat a certain cookie. And that's, that's pretty gross. Like there's a lot of, there's a lot of overtly, not even so overtly gay stuff happening in, in the fraternities of the country. I think these guys should just be who they want to be and not, you know, not haze people with their desires. Uh, this is a sports ish. I mean, Dodger Stadium is sports. So yeah. Dodger Stadium being used as a vaccination site, a mass vaccination site. Yeah. This weekend, protesters temporarily shut it down, and it was organized on Facebook Oof. with misleading videos. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they, do they think that – were they getting chipped? They're like, don't go to Dodger Stadium because they're going to put that 5G chip in you. Yeah. And then they're right, going like to like – The government gives a shit about what these – yeah, uh, dipshits are doing. Yeah, you know, Dodger Stadium was like the first like big mass free testing site, and that was all organized by Sean Penn. I saw I yeah. saw an interview with him just yeah about this, and it's it's impressive. The guy is he He's good absolutely dude. doesn't need to be doing anything but being rich. Yeah, 
He's yeah. he's had a long ass career, and he's he's out there working like fifteen hour days and shit. Yeah, he, this is all his Haiti thing. Remember, he was in Haiti yeah. after the earthquake, and he was in Katrina helping out. And he's like, I want to I want to go to places that need help in this stuff. And that's where this stems from. He's, you know, he's his foundation had the money and they're like, let's put our resources to use in, you know, because because remember early on, people weren't able to even get tested for COVID. And and he's the guy that set it up here in L.A. to make it uh, make it possible. But these these protesters, each and every one of them should have a staggering amount of uh, of. Uh, what, what if I can't remember uh, community service? Oh yeah, I just absolutely. lost the words. Yeah. But like you should put these people to an insane like a thousand hours. They gotta yeah. they gotta work for free for a long time for this because this is a vaccine to help you yeah. know all of society. Yeah. And these fucking idiots watch a video on Facebook. Yeah, a dumb it's, video. It's blame Jenny McCarthy. Fun. I agree. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. Um. There's a lot about this headline I was confused by. Yeah. Ex-UFC star Tito Ortiz shun masks and opposes vaccines. He could lose his title as Huntington Beach pro tem mayor. So actually, I know I have some information about this. So please tell me what. Why do they have a pro tem mayor? So what? He's on the city council. And I think. Uh, maybe there's not. Maybe there's not an actual. Pro tem means like fill in, right? Yeah, yeah. He's like filling in as mayor. He's the mayor pro tem because he's a popular dude. My my dear friend Silk ran against him in the city council race, and of course Tito Ortiz is pretty well known guy. Name recognition is a tough right? thing, and though. also like the the views he holds, the conspiracy minded Ugh. views he holds plays pretty well in the largely white uneducated enclave of Huntington Beach, California. And I mm. I actually I happen to work in Huntington Beach, California and my office is not even a block away from Tito's office slash gym. And I see him sometimes driving and then sometimes I'll see him at lunch. Well, Back when you could go to lunch at places, I would see him out yeah. eating. And I just have to say, Ed, this it this guy's. I don't. I I f- catch myself staring at him, not because he's famous or well known. Ed, this guy's noggin is uh, s- stunningly large. His. <laughs> Like, he's taking a lot of shots. Yes. To the dome. Like next time you're next time you're at the grocery store and, it, you know, summertime when it's in season, look at the watermelons and go. Now, don't pick up the biggest watermelon, but pick up like a medium to large watermelon. And that's the size of Tito Ortiz head. Well, it's a, just a massive, massive don't. Now, please, nobody within the sound of my voice tell him I said that because I don't like, I obviously I don't want to encounter the dude because you know, he's professional fighter used to be, I don't want to, I don't want to mix it up with him, but he's, you know, he's, he's not super intelligent, dude. He's not known for that. 
So, so take that as what. Yeah. Well, what's the whole protest? They don't have. Why wouldn't they have a mayor? I don't. Sometimes some cities have like a city manager system where it's like a paid dude is the mayor. I don't know. I don't. I don't really know the politics of Huntington Beach. Uh, I'm sure uh, my close friend Silk, who's who's involved in local politics in Huntington, can explain it to me. But uh, I, I'm not sure. I, I I will say this. You. Whoever's in charge, whoever's the mayor of your town, pro tem or not, you don't want it to be Tito Ortiz. That's no. the last guy you want in charge. That's that's He's you don't want to make a decisions. He got beaten up for a living. Yeah, exactly. And he and and now he's beating up the rule of law. Hey oh Well it's time, it's time for now sports, sports segment, segment on the baller lifestyle podcast. Not sports, not sports, not sports, not sports, not sports. I'm talking about the segment now. Ed, what's going on in the world of non-sports? I just wanted to give a quick RIP to the great hip-hop photographer Ricky Powell and one of my favorite BC Boys lines, homeboy throw in the towel, your girl got dicked by Ricky Powell, but he died, I think, 59 years old. He was uh, very much part of like the BC Boys crew. I believe he was occasionally referred to as the fourth Beastie Boy. Uh, I've heard that. Yes. Yes. Uh, R.I.P. Do we know? Do we know if it was Vid? Do we know if Vid got him? Don't know. Yeah. Don't know. Fifty nine. Yeah. It's could, pretty young. Certainly could be in that range. Yeah. Yeah. Terrible. Um, cocaine founded bananas at grocery stores. Uh, they were part of a Canadian drug deal gone bad. I mean, that's that's what they do, right? They hide them. They hide them in stuff coming in from Colombia or whatnot. But usually, yeah, usually there's somebody at the other side. Remember the great movie, the great Colombian movie, Maria full of grace. Oh yeah. That's a good movie. That's because they usually, they don't lose track of their cocaine. No, they're, they're very careful about what, you know, following and keeping tabs on where their product is. Right. They know where it is. And if it's, you know, if it's hard for them to access, they'll get it. They'll just go get it from where it, it is. Yeah. So that's kind of shocking that that would happen. But, yeah. And in Canada, you would think they're kind of more on top of things. Yeah. I mean, there's, you know, here's the thing about Canada. Not that many people. Right. You know, it's a big, wide open space and they pretty much all live on the edges. But if you said like, all right, we're going to keep this in a banana shipment Right. And, it, you know, the, the shipment goes to Houston. Well, that's an enormous city and could be spread out to a bunch of grocery stores. But Canada, I mean, it's kind of all concentrated. Yeah. And you think I can only imagine what it was like when, you know, one of the locals. Hey, Gord, look at this banana. Hey, eh? it's, hey Jose. It's kinda, looks kind of weird, huh? There's some- hey, may- maybe I have my toque on a little too tight, <laughs> but uh, that sure looks like clown powder. Hey, uh, hey, Gord, why don't you take out your, uh, why don't you take out your, uh, uh, pencil crayons, eh? And write, write down this, write down this bananas that we bought right here, because it's, looks like it's got some white, some funny white powder in it, eh? Gord. Might have to tell the Mounties, the mounted, the Royal Canadian Mounted Police, eh? You might want to straighten out your bunny hug and get a get a gander at this this year banana. <laughs> you know, I quizzed a guy recently, a Canadian dude, on yeah. some of our Canadian terminology, and he was unfamiliar. But hey. wasn't wasn't Lisa 
She knew. She knew a few of the she things. Yeah. Yeah. Pencil crayons. I think bunny hug is like a regional. Yeah. Sweatshirt. Terminology. Uh, this is a, a real fun. You know how everybody's thinking about their dream trips when uh, when they're out of the pandemic. Um, airline pilots are making in-flight errors and claim they're rusty because of the pandemic. I mean, yeah. Isn't, simulator. You should be doing simulators every day. Isn't, wasn't this the whole part of the whole stimulus where they're like, you have to keep flying. Here's cash. Right. Yeah. Just, they certainly took the money. Right. The, the companies. Just keep them in the air. And also, this is what kind of freaks me out. I thought the oh, I thought the plane flew itself these days, pretty much. Yeah, it, except like remember when that remember that time I was asking somebody about this the other day because it's kind of it must this must have happened around the time of another big news story. Remember that time that pilot he was like German or something or Spanish, yeah. and he and he he waited for the other pilot to go to the bathroom and then he locked the plane and, he, and then he flew the fucking plane into the side of a mountain. That wasn't. You don't remember that? It was like seven or eight years ago, and I'm like, might even be even be more recent. And I'm like, well, that shouldn't be possible. You shouldn't be like the plane should like resist that. The it should be impossible to fly planes into mountains. Well, didn't didn't Payne Stewart fly a couple states? Everybody passed out because it got. That was a malfunction. That's probably the same thing that happened to that. That was like the early Malaysian. internet because yeah. I remember everybody knew he was dead. Everybody was dead. Well, they were going to have to shoot it, it down. Flying, and yeah. it was like, well, is it going to run out of gas or do yeah. we shoot it down? They were, they were going to have to flight 93 it over. I mean, um, they were going to have to, they were going to have yeah. to take action <laughs> with it. Let's roll. Yeah. With it in the air. But they, um, they saw, they, they monitored, they, they scrambled the national guard and they like flew up and they like looked in the window. And they're yeah. like, hey, let's see, see what's going on. They're not answering. And they went in and looked in the window and they could see everybody passed out. I think they were dead, right? They Probably. Yeah, because there was not. Enough, yeah, there was not. Well, they passed out and then they died because there was not, wasn't enough oxygen. And uh, and then, but then it like, you know, it crash landed in a field somewhere. You know, there's a lot of fields in the middle. I, you know, it's funny. My my son, I think it was like Payne Stewart's birthday. Like uh, the ESPN one a day calendar, it has like five sports stars that, yeah. and he asked me who Payne Stewart was, and I was telling him this story, and I was like, I think they just let it crash. He's like, Yeah, but where? And yeah. I was thinking, Well, my son lives in like the most densely populated right. area of the country. And I was like, You have to understand, there's just so many goddamn fields That's out there. Crazy. There's just field after field in America. Yeah, and I think it was like in the like Wyoming and Idaho area where it's basically it's all field. There's nothing it's, that's not a field. It's shocking if it's not a field. Right. Yeah, I think that's I think that's where it went down is up there. Some one of those flat places up there. Uh, the next is a, a headline that's kind of pretty boilerplate. Uh, North Carolina woman strangled sister's boyfriend after injecting him with meth. Then her sister married their dad. <laughs> <laughs> what what part of um, what this was in North Carolina, Florida? Well, I mean, it's a very Florida story. Yeah. But I mean, keep in mind, yeah, that first Jennifer Garner movie, I think it's those people. Yeah. Uh, It's the Appalachian areas. Yeah, like there's there's some, uh, you know, real backwoods shit going on there. And meth is a stimulant. So, 
Like and I could see like is one a day vitamins there. Right. I could, but I could see like if they're like injected him with heroin and then, and then strangled him, but that's right. That's right. Like in uh, boardwalk empire, right? Meth wakes you up. Right. Maybe you had him clean the garage first and then she <laughs> strangled. That's it. Yeah. That's she, maybe she like tied something around him and he was like running around doing so much housework that he accidentally strangled himself. <laughs> <laughs> like a t- she put him on a tether pole and he just kept going so fast yeah. and he eventually choked himself yes. out. <laughs> yeah, he's just ran in circles, exactly. <laughs> I thought this was interesting. U-Haul ranks the 50 states by migration growth. And I thought you might want to take a guess on what are the top most uh, states oh, being yeah. entered oh, okay. and the top most states being exited. Well, so I know I have to assume that Texas – business friendly texas texas who is really invites texas who invites so many californians to come live there that their state is that their state is slowly turning purple um i would say texas would have to be at the top of the list of places that people are migrating to and while people make a big deal out of number two oh number two that's pretty that's pretty good guess though I, i would say also at the top of the list would be Nevada, the state of Nevada, no state income tax there. There's also there, a lot eighth. of eighth. Okay, uh, I, I would. I was surprised by number one, Tennessee. Oh I, yes, I know that. Yeah, a lot of people move to Tennessee. I have some friends there. Nashville is there. I have. Yep. I have a couple friends in Nashville. I mean, yep. it's there's some great towns in Tennessee. Yeah, but uh, I didn't think it would be number one. Yeah. Um. How about at the bottom? Well, where are people leaving? So I would say that people are leaving. They say people are leaving California, uh, but people are also coming to California. So I would say there's not much net loss. I would say places like the real shitholes, Kentucky, Mississippi, Alabama, you know what? South Carolina. Actually, South Carolina is pretty nice. Those states are in the middle. South Carolina, 15, West Virginia, 16, Kentucky, 18, Montana. Uh, hold on, hold on. West, all in the middle. West Virginia. The West Virginia, 16. The Dakotas. Well, there's not that Dakota. many people in the Dakotas, though. Right. The bottom, you, you mentioned them. California is the, is the absolute bottom. Illinois, yeah. 49th. New Jersey, 48th. Massachusetts, 47th. Uh, I mean, I know a big thing with New Jersey is when they capped the uh, tax write-off, property tax write-off at yeah. ten thousand. Yeah, that really fucked New Jersey. Yeah, I mean, my little apartment is way north of that. Right, it's true. You, uh, you know, you you just can't keep taking. You just gotta you you gotta you can take some, but you can't. You just can't take it all. You know, it's so uh, the so the net, the giver states are the ones people are moving out. Yeah, yeah. That makes sense. You got to you got to find yeah. a happy medium where people can earn and be productive, but also not feel like you're in their pocket every minute. Alaska official who defended the license plate three Reich. Uh, he was removed from the state discrimination yeah. board. Yeah. Um. Did well? Was he like? Well, actually. Hitler built a lot of roads, which is why I just was celebrating. You know, he's people don't realize that Germany was in a depression before World War Two. And then he put he put the country back to work. 
is what that's that's all I like he did that other stuff like that wasn't cool that wasn't cool that stuff that he did I'm not I'm not saying anything about that I'm just I'm just talking about the good stuff that he did yeah I'm not endorsing everything he did but I'm a dog guy and yes. I know he loved Blondie yes <laughs> he was also a vegetarian which I respect he did was not a meat right. eater yeah that's right I t- um, I too I do have I also have a deformed penis, so I wanted to, in solidarity, I also got a toothbrush mustache, which was very popular at the time, people don't realize, and also I have a deformed penis, and I'm just celebrating that aspect of the man's life. Remember when we were kids, and uh, the time to make the donuts guy, do you remember those commercials? I don't know if you got them, Dunkin' Donuts commercials? No, I didn't. I didn't get them, but my chick brings that up, and I don't get the reference because I don't think Dunkin' Donuts was not didn't exist on the West Coast. Yeah, so the, it was this enormous guy. He kind of looked like Hardy, Oliver Hardy yeah. from Laurel Hardy. Yeah. And he had the, the, he had the Hitler mustache, yeah. but he was so fat that people just like went along with yeah. it. But like this was like 1982. 1983, yeah. the guy's just rocking a Hitler mustache. Yeah, that's kind of weird. Well, I and mean, then, and then Michael Jordan. Yeah, Michael in a, in a Hanes commercial. Like no one could tell him. Yeah. Like we're trying to sell underwear here, dude. Yeah. I know he's a complete mm-hmm. asshole. Yeah, um, not an asshole. A national treasure. Dolly Parton turned down the Presidential Medal of Freedom twice. Of course she did. She this woman is she can do no wrong. She is. She I mean, might be the single most perfect human being that's ever lived. The Moderna vaccine. If you get it, you can thank Dolly. She's yeah. the one. She. I mean, every year she gives kids books. She gives, 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 and also she's this just this incredible, prolific artist. Maybe one of the greatest songwriters that's ever lived. It's it's just endless the amount Top she has five. to give. Top five songwriter of all time. Absolutely. Incredible. For sure. Um, This is a tough blow. You know, sometimes your heroes let you down. Subway's tuna is not tuna, but a mixture of various concoctions, a lawsuit alleges. What do you mean concoctions? (laughs) They... We, they're saying, I mean, we already know that bread is not fucking bread. It's Yeah, it's got, Uh, it's yoga mats. You know what? Subway, in their official response, said it's flaked tuna blended with creamy mayo and topped with crisp veggies. Yeah. You're you're a business. You're a professional. Don't use veggies in yeah. your official Disgusting. statement. Disgusting. And, and creamy. We know what mayonnaise is. Do yes. not use the word creamy subway. You well, fucking vile well, they're, creatures. They're trying to sell it to us. They're, that's marketing. They, they, they ran that yeah. through the marketing fucking department. Man. They saw an opportunity. Look. I'm not even mad at Subway here. If you're ordering the tuna at Subway, yeah, that shit is I mean, on you. You have a death wish. Yeah, that's 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 your thing. That's not that's not my problem. You get you get what you pay for. I keep reading. They're not. They're saying it's fabricated ingredients, concoctions. They are they are saying it's not tuna, which is crazy. If they're saving money on tuna, because tuna is cheap. Yeah, it is the. Is this this is kind of like the you know how um, Taco Bell like their ground beef? It's yeah, like mostly that's, soy. That's not, yeah, yeah, don't don't do too much digging on any fast food no, restaurants. You really you really don't want to know. Um, here's a guy living his best life, the king of Thailand. I feel like we've talked about him 
somewhat recently. Yeah, he had well, he, his mistress had like thirty four hundred sex. Oh, that's right. Sex yeah, pictures. Well, I, I think that woman or may, maybe somebody else. He's about to uh, name a second queen. He's like, you know what? Yeah. I think I'll have two queens Why in this not? country. Well, his sister kind of questioned that plan. And he broke his sister's ankles. Oh, no. Oh, no. Do you think it was like the, do you think he did it like the, um, like misery? Yeah. I was yeah. thinking she wakes up yeah. with the, uh, the block between her two feet. You got to figure yeah. if, if you're, you've been out, if you're part of the like ruling family, you know, like right. that Prince Harry, he's like, Oh, right. I don't want to be a prince anymore. What the, like, how hard is it, dude? You're, you could just be a not, very active prince yeah. in doing your like appearances. You could be the like the deadbeat prince, but yeah, he he quit princing. Yeah, you like Prince Charles has two brothers: the one that's a pedophile, and the, then the other one, Prince Edward, and and he's got a sister too. You do you hear about them? No, they're out doing their no. shit. You don't hear what they're up to. Harry could do that, and, and the pedophile. Yeah, Andrew. All he did was party and and fuck children yes but we didn't know about that exactly he was like he wasn't being princely he was just doing stuff right so like if if my brother's the king break the law yeah if my brother's the king i'm just like a make sure that allowance keeps coming and have as many fucking queens as you want have 12 queens i don't give a shit not my problem of course and you have to know he's your brother you have to know what he's capable of yeah yeah you, you would know, have to know. You've, seen, you've read the stories about what Kim Jong Un has done to his family members. Oh yeah. Just, so you you just think you know what my brother could pull that shit off. Yeah, I'm you, gonna I'm gonna not do this. You know these other rulers are looking at Un, and they're like, oh, I want to try some of that shit. Like I I never even thought to blow up one of my family members with a with an aircraft missile. I it never occurred to me to feed anybody related to me to sharks. You know, like I want to do that too. So it's like, it's only a matter of time. They're going to start this whole, this whole one-upsmanship The you know, the, right. the Sultan of Brunei is probably going to start pulling some shit. Like you got to watch out. So the, the right, MBS will, will do some shit. Right? Oh, MBS is already doing shit. He's, well, he cut he's up chopping, chopping up dissidents. And of course we don't do anything about it because it, they have oil there. And also, it wasn't a white American. Right. Citizen. Exactly. Right. I mean, yeah. just look at him. He right. can't be American. Right. Um, here's somebody that I just never think about, but he popped up in the news this week. Marilyn Manson yeah. was dropped by his record label and loses creep show episode right. amid abuse claims by multiple women, including Evan Rachel Wood. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, I, I obviously stand with, Evan Rachel Wood, but also like who knew Marilyn Manson was like, did anybody know he still made music or had a creep show episode? Creep show is the, that's a show about that movie from the eighties. That's back. It, I didn't know any of this. Uh, I mean, I would think he'd be doing well enough from the wonder years royalties that he wouldn't even need to be performing these days. <laughs> I don't know, it's Mr. Belvedere. Oh, he was the older right? brother. Yeah, I thought he was Paul Pfeiffer. No, it's uh, that's right. It's the older brother. He's from, the older uh, brother on Mister Belvedere. Kevin, I believe. Yeah, Kevin. He was, you know, he went on to become Marilyn Manson. Wesley's older brother. Yes. Um. 
Yeah, I mean, Drop Rise like record label. Who knew he was still producing no one, music? No one. You remember, uh, they, they, we were getting a lot of Marilyn Manson for a couple of years he, there. Yeah, he had a minute. You know, he had the two different colored. Uh, I mean, he just wore a lot of makeup and did like a bad Alice Cooper impersonation. Wasn't a fan. That's exactly it. Yeah. It was a bad Alice Cooper. That's yeah. what it was. Yeah, it wasn't. A, I just wasn't a fan. It wasn't my thing. Wasn't it didn't either. speak to me, yeah. but the in your faceness of him yeah, yeah. really made me dislike him. Yeah. It was a lot. It was a lot to deal with. And he was like, kind of like over the top on purpose, which I never like, it's yes. one thing if it's organic where somebody's like a little, but like, somebody's a weirdo for just being like, weird. Take for instance, I had to show some people recently because they weren't familiar with the time. Um, um, Crispin Glover, was when he would go on Letterman and freak out when he tried to kick David Letterman. And so I had to, and so that guy is just a natural weirdo. He's just an odd person and you don't feel like he's pretending. He doesn't show up with makeup on his face and wearing a fucking LeMay duct tape outfit, you know? And so it's like, you know, Marilyn Manson, he needs to reinvent. And also how about we not abuse women? How about we start with that? Yeah, I mean, people talk about cancel culture. Well, maybe people are getting canceled for things that they shouldn't be canceled for. But but abusing women is a reason to be canceled. So fuck him. Peace out. It's it's amazing in the last few months how many people I've seen on TV talking about cancel culture. It's a lot. I would I would kill to get the exposure of being canceled like these people. Yeah. I mean, I could be promoting my book and yes. be like, I'm canceled. Yes. Thanks for thanks for the interview on national television. Right. Cancel the fuck canceled. out of me. Cancel. Let's do some canceling. Yes. Uh, let's let's end it on a, okay. a real feel good story. A woman performed a sex act on a gas station robber until the cops arrived. Hey, you do what you got to do to stay alive. Of course. So she, I mean, she just start, she just started blowing him. I mean, it's got to be mouth stuff because if yeah. somebody's giving you a fucking hand job, yeah. you're like, all right, yeah, I'm going to, I'm just going to take the money yeah. and leave. Yeah. I can do this better myself. Yeah. Interesting. Wow. I mean, is there a, that's a weird, where does this go down? Yeah. What, what state does this go uh, down? I'm looking right now. Is there a picture of her? Uh, yeah. Oh, uh, Ed. What? Doesn't count. This was in what? Slovakia. That's not. They probably don't even have real gas stations. No, they don't. You know, petrol so expensive over there in Europe. That's why they. That's why they have such good mass transit. Of course, nobody the, wants to pay the for tw- that. The twenty-four. Oh, oh, wait, hold on. A woman I kind pr- of understand somebody robbing it because yeah. how can you pay for it? Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like twelve bucks a gallon over there. It's something ridiculous. A woman performed oral sex on a gas oral. All right, on a gas station robber in Slovakia distracting and delaying him until police arrived, according to a report. The 24-year-old thief allegedly forced a male employee to hand over money from the cash register at the station in Bratislava. That doesn't even sound like a real place. No, it really doesn't. The worker then fled to the back. Oh, what a pussy. After being punched by the criminal, a mystery woman who is not believed to be an employee, then entered the station through a back door. This is like porn. Through a back door and offered her services. 
But why would she – a mystery woman? First of all, she's definitely not an employee because – No. I mean how much could that gas station be paying you? No. <laughs> yes, exactly. She's, she's just a equally crazy person. And yeah, this is, this, is, this is that hero thing. This is like when guys try to jump in and like help out and they just make things worse. She, she didn't even – have that's to. such a weird mug yeah. courtship. Yeah. How do you two meet? Well, the funny thing was, I was about to murder a guy at a gas station, and uh, she just unzipped my pants. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, it, next thing you know, we got married. It was unclear if she decided to perform the sex act out of fear of being assaulted herself, but a police source told local news agency Tasser that the woman appeared willing to help stall the burglar. I mean, that's it's right place, right time, I guess. I guess like, man, I was just looking for free gas. And yeah, you wouldn't yeah. believe what happened in one in one of the rooms. The officers saw the man receiving sexual services from the young woman. But you would think a robber, there would be kind of an internal clock. He she must have been terrific at it. Yeah. Well, hold on. Like, She's quoted. Quote, take him. I can't anymore. The woman reportedly told the cops, wow, she just, she was all sucked out. She did, she'd done as much as she could. The officers were forced to use force when the suspect resisted, according to the r- report. Well, it's because he didn't, he didn't get to ejaculate. That's now the issue. Make him agitated. Yeah, he's all, he's all backed up. You, you blue balled him into surrendering. Unbelievable. Okay. Uh, Great job as always, Ed. For Ed Daily, my name is Brian Beckner. This has been episode 357 of the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. We will see you next week. TBLS, hell yes, the lifestyle's baller. Podcast getting bigger and not smaller. Broadcasting weekly, that's what we do. With Easy Ed Daily and the man Jay Stew and Brian Beckner, quick to dissect the week in sports and culture. Talking loud, comments, conundrums, my brothers Reviewing some movies and shows and others Top podcast, man, no one is above us Five star, even the haters will love us And we're not trying to talk politics a lot We'd much rather talk about dicks a lot Shit's so hot, man, you know the shit's on top Top podcast, man, it really hits the spot Listen up, you players and shot callers TBLS, the lifestyle's baller And you know the show is so flawless TBLS, the lifestyle's baller Listen up, you players and shot callers TBLS the lifestyle's baller, and you know the show is for all us. TBLS, the lifestyle's baller.